3: It's the Pompey Pubcast that combines the beers and the blues. Barrels for Pompey, Brown well Kushak goes down, penalty to pass with an old dropper. Barrels tripped by Thomas kosha who sent off. Montari do the job. He steps up, left footed, scars yes! for Pompey, they lead in the quarter-finals of the FA Cup. Jamal Lowe's onside, the flag stays down. Jamal Lowe, nonchalant, fantastic, brilliant. Walsworth Football Club are promoted to League One. Curtis across the face, a goal. Marquise, Marquise, he's won it. 96 minutes on the clock. Horsford heading back to Wembley. This is Three Lads in the Pub.
2: Three lads in the pub at the Artillery Arms on a Sunday afternoon, and we are so excited for this episode. Um, such an exciting end to Pompey season. Uh, Jeff's already put his mic down, he's had enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, joining me as ever, Jeff Harris and Ryan Stillwell, a couple of guests as well, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh, oh, I'll tell you now, Brendan there, and... Um, a bloody name, Aaron. How can I oh, forget Aaron's name? Super fan. Oh, super, super fan. fan sorry, Aaron. I can't even know my own bloody name at the moment. Uh, joining us here this afternoon, uh, we're just watching the end of Brighton and United. It's Are gone you? to penalties. No, but it, this is more entertaining than Pompey's season. <laughs> so this is what people want to hear isn't it. Um, yeah, we missed last week. Sorry about that. Um, few things going on, but <sighs> <laughs>
3: talk to me, Jeff. What, what, what should we talk about? Anything but Pompey.
2: Yeah, anything. Yeah, anything but. Look, it, it's this. I mean, your predictions uh, have unfortunately all come true, and you kind of pretty this. much.
3: Yeah. Not not all. I've got three wrong. I think it's. Um, it, what's more concerning is that I made those predictions back in February. That's how predictable we are, and that's how predictable our season is. So yeah. Yeah
2: there you go we'll get we'll get to that in a second but let's start from the top Oxford um, and I'll take the words from my from my from from my dad no no it's all good sorry I've lost my pint um, I'll take the words from my dad who described it as the worst game he has seen all season actually followed up by the game yesterday he said that was worse but are you, are you in agreement the Oxford game yeah I just think because of the negativity the sideway passing yeah
3: look it's 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 kind of indicative of every manager recent manager we've had since Kenny Jacket they they talk about front foot attacking you know progressive dynamic high press high turnover football that kind of happens for five six games and then we just go back to the sideways-backwards passing. There's keeping hold of the ball, and then there's keeping hold of the ball, just for keeping hold of the ball. I said it after the Oxford game, and I've said it before, there were simple positive forward passes, and every your, your first initial pass should always be a forward positive pass. Always. We're, pa- we're passing it back to Matt Macy on no, Tuesday but passing it back to Macy when you've got four players in the box Rafferty's got the ball on the right wing or Ogilvy's got it on the left wing just whip the ball into the box get it in there you've got enough you've got enough bodies in the box to make something happen and that's that's why that's why people were, were you know we were singing seven uh, you know seven seasons in, in, in league one and and that because we've had enough of sideways backwards football had enough of it the, look you know if it, <laughs> I've said it numerous times now. play positive forward thinking football that's what we were advertised yeah and and if you're going to play it backwards there's nothing wrong with playing it backwards if your next pass is going to be a positive forward pass and I don't just mean it goes back to Macy and he lumps it forward because T- Raggett could lump it forward, Bernard could lump it forward, Towler could lump it forward. Rafferty could lump it forward. Ogilvy could lump it forward. What is the point? What is the point in passing it backwards to the keeper when you've got three other players in close proximity that that would equally have a positive impact on on that path? You should goal kicks honestly. They've been frustrating me the last five games. This okay we'll line up to take it short. No, we're gonna take it long. If I know we've all been to the games recently, but for me, if you're gonna take it long, you've you've and, and the two centre halfs the two centre halves and the full back are in position to receive it short, you've pulled three or four of their players out of position. So if you do decide to go long, you've pulled three of their players out of position. Now what we do, what we do is go, no, we're going to kick it long now. All right, so now we're lit now we're letting those three, four, five players get back into position. We fuck it forward. <laughs> Do
0: we have an episode title? And it, and no, we have and it goes out for a throw-in, or,
3: or it, you know, it, it goes to nowhere. You know, you've just wasted opportunity there. You've just lined up to take it short. You've you've pulled you've pulled their midfield across. You've pulled their forwards in to go for a press, and we dick around with it. And then we go, no, we're going to kick it long now. So then we allow everyone to get back into position, and nothing comes of it. Or we do this stupid, oh, I'm going to let Talda take the goal kick. I'm going to pass it to Macy. Macy's going to put it out to Bernard. Bernard's going to pass it back. Fuck me. It's boring. It's negative. There's no positivity out playing that way. Look, we all want to see playing out from the back. We all want to see, you know, possessive football. But be positive with the possession. Hmm. And that, that sums up the last four games. By the way, Jeff, what drink have you gone for? I've gone
2: for a Cornish orchard <laughs> I just wanted to change the subject. I don't want to talk about Pompey. What have you gone for, Mr. Stillwell? I've gone for a Nuki Brown. I don't. I don't know what I've got. I was suggested it by one of the guys in the pub, and it's actually quite nice. Does anyone remember what it was? I don't, it's nice though. What was what I got for a drink. A who? Asahi Oh you've gone for uh, it's Asahi It's actually quite nice yeah, Asahi is one of the more Highly rated lagers You sound
0: surprised. No because I'm not a lager drinker We know the, this You often have that debate Go around on social media circles About if there were If there were four taps Like you've got up there What would be the best Four tap option Asahi appears in that list a lot It's easy drinking along, Alongside stuff like Star Pram and You know Things like yeah. that Ma- yeah, Madry is a popular one with a lot of people. Yep. Prava, Erdinger, left up the Belgians. Hey, that's another episode title. Up the
2: <laughs> fuck it forward up the Belgians. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context. At the next
0: the
1: three game guys in
2: the pub. If at the next game, if I don't hear John Presido, Shout fuck it forward. Fuck it so forward. forward. <laughs> up the Belgians. Get Burgess back. Uh, by the way, uh, while well, before I forget, my uh, my dad uh, praised your chanting at Oxford. Uh, uh, um, did he? Yeah, he did tell me that you were uh, the voice of. <laughs> Me on that game I
0: was yeah Not surprised oh, No <laughs> yesterday I was Yesterday I treated Like pre-season I literally just Sat back Hands in pockets what I, We'll get on We'll get on to Action later yeah. uh, in, in virtue But what but, I yeah, did, but
3: Talk about the game Yeah so let's you get your
0: views. I mean no, it, was, it was positive But we weren't Talking about the game Basically for action <laughs> uh, We'll move on to Proper action later All I did for Yesterday is watch Harry But yeah. like, I know everything else I need to about The players that are Out there Apart from maybe Towler but again i've seen some of him oh, brian have missed oh, united uh, get a chance to win it now G- give um, us your views on oxford, yeah i just mate. watched you white going okay. back to oxford yeah. first 60 seconds they have two chances to score and oh, i'm not yeah. talking about half chances in and i don't mean like the first three minutes i actually mean before the clock hit one dot dot zero zero they actually had two chances I to know score. Don't what
3: Pack was doing. He should have just fucked uh, it forward. H-
0: hilariously, <laughs> sh- hilariously shit way to start. And in 60 seconds, I'm already looking at the car park because I could see my car from where I was because Oxford is a car park. Yes, f- uh, my car was the fourth stand. Didn't get hit by any errant shots, so we take those. Unbelievable free kick by Pack again, which also happens to be his only good touch of the evening because he didn't fuck the rest forward, he just fucked them away.
3: I'm a So, so fuck it forward, fuck here,
0: comes, here comes a bit of a, uh, a, a quandary. If you know you're gonna have a bad game, do you put absolutely everything good you have in that game into one worldy touch? Because that's what Pac did. And to be fair, that's what most of them did. It was, it was a travesty of an evening. I know that expected goals is not a perfect science, and a lot of football cannot be done by anything other than the eye test. But Pompey's XG on the evening was 0.4. Oxford's was 1.8. Now, if Oxford were as good at finishing their fucking dinner as I am, they would have won that by three goals. Instead, they missed chance after chance after chance. But never forget, it was a good point away from home. (laughs)
2: Waffle.
0: I needed this. Waffle. Waffle. They they pounded us into the dirt and somehow got nothing more than a point.
3: (laughs) Uh, You know, there was a moment that, there there was a moment with Marlon Pak in the second half. I got a flashback to Sean Williams. I can't remember what game it was about. When Sean Williams had the player on the outside of him, and he had a good five yards, ten yards head start, and the player managed to catch him up, get the ball, turn the afterburns on, and just go past him. There was there was a moment where Pack was over in the left left back left back channel position, and I can't remember who it was from Oxford, just just it was like jogging past him, and Pack's running full pelt, and it was it looked like he was going backwards. He was that slow. That's honestly. How we got away with a point on Tuesday night. And that's... If you look back over the last four games, five games, the missed opportunities. Portsmouth have fucked this up themselves. the, The other teams are dropping points above us. The other teams are dropping points below us and around us. And we go into those games and we draw against Morecambe. We draw against... Oxford we draw against MK Dons after Morel gets sent off it, 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 it's it's the, the season Ryan said Ryan has n- said on several occasions you know, you want to be playing for something up until the last game of the season
0: yeah you want to be in the and, dance
3: and you know the the players have just that this team needs ripping up we waxed Wax Liverpool at the beginning of the season and we said it was a top four Squad Uh, I remember This is going to come back To Ryan Ryan saying Our second 11 Would easily Be in the top 6 I think it was in League 2
0: I actually stand by that And here's why When you play in Pot games against Crawley And you're a League One side You go there with a different mentality Because you're in a pot game on a Tuesday night Against a team in the league below You approach that game with a different mentality Because the nature of the game is different If a league game is your bread and butter And you are a League Two player And you're playing week in week out You approach this with a different mentality Rather than crawling on a Tuesday night In the fucking pizza cup I stand by that if these players Were in League Two for a living Not just for one night in a bus stop in Gatwick they would actually be top six league two because if you look at it individually if you take a look at the second 11 Joe Piggott is not an eighth place ninth place league two player but on the night he might be because he doesn't have his fucking head in it and the same goes for all of our other guys like Ryan Tunnicliffe is not a 10th place league two player across the season and the same goes for louis thompson Jamie ingey the same goes for owen Dell, rico hackett the same goes for denver hume denver hume is not a middle of the road league two player it's just that mentality and consistency of quality lets them down so i will die on the hill that our second 11 would do a job in league two because you you have to you approach your life differently when you're in that situation rather than just presented with it spontaneously like a cup game, but consistency of quality. Because each of these players has individual quality. Because I could go through each of the senior players in this team and point to something incredible they've done, or point to one incredible game they each of them have had, or even multiple incredible games for this club. But it's the consistency of quality and execution. That lets us down It's not these uh, Bad players Who don't have The technical Ability full stop They just don't deliver it On a consistent consistent basis basis. Which goes back to Something else I say a lot People do not understand How long 46 games is Like July Feels like a different lifetime Sheffield Wednesday well, uh, Sheffield Wednesday away feels like a lifetime ago because it basically was. 46 games is a marathon. Consistency, mentality, fitness, being able to grind through the shit when you're not at your peak is how you get over the line. We don't do that. We but- don't do that. To go back to your point about uh, players lining the box and... Basically going back This is one of my most hated things That Pompey have developed over the last few months Is when we'll get the ball down the right We'll then have the central third of the pitch And the other The the left third of the pitch Load the box Because Dale or Rafferty Or someone else is lined up to cross They'll then back out and go back They'll then ask where their options are They're in the box Because you look like you were going to cross it Until you fannied out of it didn't fuck it if you're going to shape for a crap, if you're going to shape for a cross, and yeah, exactly. If the players load the box because you look like you're going to cross the ball, don't fucking ask where the options are. They're in the box. It's it's bafflingly stupid. That second half for Oxford was mind numbing, and it's a nightmare to get out of afterwards. And I haven't left a game early this season at all, and I've been to every fucking one of them. But I looked at that car park, and I looked at my car, and I looked at that car park getting busy before the final whistle, and I was like. I'm gonna be here a while. I've already been here a while, but I'm gonna be here a while. And Forty I state... minutes it took me to get out. See, it's a nightmare getting out of there, and for what? For Owen to cop because we're not happy. Uh, uh, we can't wave a we can't wave a magic wand here though.
3: So I'll shut the fuck up. It. it, it... <laughs> <laughs> you can't I'm just argue. Just gonna with sip it on my beverage. <laughs> you can't. You can't argue with it, though. No. You know, there's so much. Look, the season hasn't been. The the season or the playoffs, failing to get the playoffs, hasn't happened over the last five games. The failure to reach the playoffs was that one win in 14, 15, October, November, December. Even if, even if we had, like, got three wins out that run of 14, three wins, we would be in in contention for the playoffs with two, two games so
2: who So who do you pass the blame to for our failure this season?
3: It's got to be Danny Cowley, Nicky Cowley.
2: <laughs> I'm going to get my phone
0: out. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a hot take. While he does that, can <laughs> I just... Um... John Messino is doing no better than Danny Cowley. I'm about to pre- present at least my argument why. I'm going to take you through Pompey's results since uh, Messino took over and I'm going to compare them oh, yeah. to the results Danny Cowley got against those same teams. You're not ready for how similar this is. Obviously, I'll ignore the games where Cowley played them twice like Ipswich or vice versa when Messina played them twice like Accrington. So we go back to uh, Messina's first game, Exeter. Messina beat them, Cowley drew. Um, beat Fleetwood, but we drew Fleetwood. So Messino's off to a good start there. Lost to Peterborough, but Cowley beat Peterborough. Uh, Barnsley, he played both of those games uh, or managed both of those games. Lost to Plymouth, but Cowley drew with Plymouth. Beat Burton, Cowley beat Burton. Drew with Lincoln, Cowley beat Lincoln. Beat Cheltenham, Cowley beat Cheltenham. Bolton, Bassey was in charge for, so well done, you're better than Simon Bassey. Beat Cambridge, Cowley beat Cambridge. Lost to Sheffield Wednesday, (laughs) Cowley drew with Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Accrington, he was in charge of both games. Beat Bristol Rovers. Cowley beat Bristol Rovers. Drew with Port Vale. Cowley beat Port Vale. Beat Forest Green. Cowley beat Forest Green. Drew with MK Dons. Cowley both beat and lost to MK Dons in the same month. Drew with Morecambe. Cowley drew with Morecambe. Drew with Shrewsbury. Cowley drew with Shrewsbury. Drew with Oxford. Cowley drew with Oxford. Is John Messina doing any better than Danny Cowley? Go, like. Uh, if, if anything, Cowley's better against the big teams because Cowley got something from Peterborough and Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday. Still only got one win in 14, though. But again, the, the results that Moosey's got are the exact same that Cowley's got. I'm not disputing that. So but, is he act- and he's actually doing it with a better squad Because Macy's better than Griffiths, oh Lane's yeah. better than Dale Bernard's better than Morrison And Towler's better than Robertson So with a better squad, he's doing the exact same thing Now I'm not saying Massino out I'm more than happy to let him and Hughes have their summer And build a team for next season By all means, off you go But I will not have it that Moosey's M- doing a better job When the results are almost exactly the same And we are in fact worse against the top six teams Than Cowley was
2: Oh the silence <laughs> is deafening <laughs> Shall we end there <laughs> oh, Thanks Leslie. <laughs> oh yeah do, we, uh, do you want this one or, Yeah that would do You know how to do that Is that alright That's Lee? fine you, mate You hear me now Might
1: check one two. Yo. too Like <laughs> the, uh, the um, kit by the way Oh thank you it's the, Japan Yeah Japan Very nice 2022 Yeah um, Home shirt. Very, nice. Very nice yeah, yeah. Um, All I'm going to say is It's just funny that we With a, a management team Full of defenders In Messino Harley And Zesraman And no disrespect to these fellas However we can't defend a corner at or Oxford away. That free uh, header
3: in the middle of the. I don't know how. Box. Like, so uh, that 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 equaliser, Oxford. It's horrendous. I'm like, we've got we've got one more player than them in the box in our in our defensive defensive 18-yard box, right? Because they had two players back marking Paddy Lane. So we're defending from the corner. He's, he's scored a deft header into into the into the back of the net. We had one extra player one extra player in that 18 yard box because they had two defending Paddy Lane plus their keeper back so so who who Colby Bishop has come off that player to go mark someone else so who wasn't marking their player for Colby Bishop to come off of?
0: What would help is if all of our players came from the same country or from countries that spoke the same language and had been alive for, say, 20 to 30 years, therefore they've honed their use of that language to do something called communicate. Um, Oh, yeah, they do. But they they don't talk to each other. They don't talk to each other.
3: shambles. Absolute shambles. that, That
0: is the freest of free headers.
3: And it and it still had work to do to, to get into the back of the net. It wasn't though; like it was like a bullet header.
0: No, it was a looping one. It was a looping one. Yeah. Did you see the little hop though that two players oh. did about three yards away when he actually heads the ball? It's almost like Mario jumping over a you know one of the little tokens in. Yeah. What's the fucking point? Yeah, Oxford was grim, um, but. <clears throat> you know, as we as we move on to action, which we do now, I just I just want it over and see what happens next season. That's Accrington done.
2: Thanks for <laughs> listening to three lads in the pub. Yeah, thanks for your support all season.
0: Um, I will preface Accrington with what I always say: I am happy when we win at Fratton Park, or I'm happy when we win a game. So I still went home in a content mood that Portsmouth Football Club secured three points. For once, the largest butt in the room is not mine. But that was fucking atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> was it worse than Oxford? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, no, because Accrington didn't necessarily deserve to beat us. They had that one extraordinary oh, chance end. at the end Presley of Presley, whereas Oxford should have beaten us by three, four goals. I think our performance was more pedestrian than Oxford, but Aki were not as good as Oxford. So the, it was a more boring game but it was a game we shouldn't have lost, whereas we should have lost against Oxford. So it's kind of a weird one, was it worse? But I can tell you this, it wasn't enjoyable.
3: There was a moment in the second half where Macy's got the ball, Lane and Rafferty are going down the right, and they're screaming for the ball, and he keeps hold of it. And Everyone was screaming, everyone was screaming at Macy, release the ball, release the ball. It then happens a minute maybe two minutes later and I, I think it was Lane it might have been um, Piggott I think, but I think it was Lane where Lane was the better option F- throw it over arm out to the right wing he's off he's clear he's got no one in front of him he's got no one near him Macy decides to under, under roll it under arm roll to rafferty and it wasn't even too rafferty it nearly went out for phone because rafferty's had to recover I mean, the situation yeah. and you're like what the fuck are you doing if there was a moment where you just need to fuck it forward that was it
0: <laughs> you're adamant to get that in the podcast his wow. it's, it's new phrase now it's because he can't use it's a dicking anymore no, like no. that that little video has got cobwebs on it now it's yeah. like scratching at the that's, that's, scratching. that's in the, the archives
3: that's in room 101 now for for eternity <laughs> I, think,
0: I think for my earlier well, it's like, I didn't even actually criticise Messini earlier. I just pointed out the numbers. If you don't like the numbers, get some better numbers. Um, unbeaten ache. Ake. Oh, cool. Draughtsmith FC. That'll do. My, my point's out. But I will praise him for the, the selection yesterday. I do like that Towler has come back in finally. Long overdue. I felt he did him dirty. I do like Deshaun's actually coming to see if, you know, given the article that Deshaun is leaving... Man United in the summer yeah find out find out if he's worthy of this team and if he can bed in so I like that he started Taller and Deshaun and I like that he in fact I really rate that he started Harry Jewett White so after a a nightmare couple of weeks of bore draws and to be fair a boring victory he actually got a team selection a bit more rounded to what I'd like to see yesterday a couple of odd ones in there but I I will at least give him praise for you know what i would call free good additions into there but the 90 minutes that followed I, I, I the last time i think i saw a win that meekly celebrated or or while we were winning to have the same sarcastic poisonous atmosphere was man'sfield at home in 2016 the year we won the league we were one nil up uh, we were one up with about 75 minutes to go mansfield had essentially waved the white flag because they weren't closing us down and we decided we'd wave the white flag as well and just pass it around the back the crowd absolutely were having none of it booed the team while they were on the ball and apparently the rocket up the ass was promptly delivered because pompey actually went on to win that game 4-0 so everyone out on twitter going the players know more than the fans well sometimes no the fans can see it too like I've done 700, 800 games in my Pompey Puff and I'm like not even halfway of my life expectancy yet. There'll be fans in the stadium who've watched football 2,000 games, 3,000 games. They've probably picked up something in that time. So sometimes, yeah, the players in theory know better than the fans, but sometimes the fans see something you don't. And if it's time to, if they sniff for blood, you take the blood. And what did we win the league on that year? We won it on goal difference sometimes the fans know what they're fucking on about and yesterday when Piggott scored the first thing that was chanted was it's a miracle like that is how bad it was yesterday we were sarcastically celebrating the fact so, that we so fucking you, scored uh,
3: and we've had a shot that went did
2: you, see the re- wide. Did, you, yes. did you see the replies to the tweet that when we scored cool <laughs> oh
3: oh great yay there's so much apathy there's so much. Look. Well, look, on that note, I know, I know I said I know I said we you know we didn't reach the playoffs because of that that one win in fourteen. But going back to Ryan's point about Vecino, we we still had opportunities up until two weeks ago to close that six point gap
2: with a kind run, a yeah. very kind run, very
3: kind run. On the on off the
2: back of what you just said about the apathy, where do we go from here? What do we do every summer? That team gets ripped
3: up. That uh, team again, gets ripped up. But but and there is a but the board need to back Richard Hughes and I say Richard Hughes because I don't think is going to be signing these players well no because that's what the director of football's for isn't it exactly is going to be told you've got these players this is the profile make it work and it's going to be a big big six months first half of the season next season if this team does not come out, whatever the formation, you know, the makeup of this team is, it's going to be a fucking massive first half of the season. Because if we're not in touching distance, and I said this at the beginning of the season, if we're not in touching distance of the playoffs, people have had enough. You go through so- social media now, fans have had enough. Fans are, are, are questioning the owners now, where was it? you know with the the coalition the other month and everything else and you had you had pockets of fan groups in 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 and around you know fat and park away i said on tuesday night when you lose the hardcore the hardcore traveling away element that filters into the fatten end when you lose the fatten end you lose fat and park and we all know how that ends if Messino. Under the under Richard Hughes signings, do not come out. All blocks, all guns firing, and come out the blocks like gazelles. Next season, Fat and Park is going to be toxic.
2: Yeah, I think
0: it almost feels disingenuous to say after the more uh, after the Akron team game yesterday. Well, it was you know it was always a long shot. Not after he beat Forest Green, it wasn't. Like after the Forest Green game, you were three points away with six, seven to go. So you were three points away with either fifteen or or between fifteen and twenty-one points play. I can't remember how many games. Hold on,
2: Jake Smith said we were in touching distance.
0: (laughs) So So it feels disingenuous (laughs) to have like eighteen points left on the table three away from you actually get to play the team that is the playoff marker in derby so you yourselves have the opportunity to take points from them if it then feels disingenuous like oh well you know it was always a long shot at the point you signed yes but when you you can't then go back to that and say oh well it was a long shot in january but it wasn't at the start of april when you beat forest green three points away 18 to play for like you were one sixth of the points left on the table away from the playoffs that's not far at all and since then the performances well even forest green itself and and the games before that have just been boring which actually led to chance of boring boring pompey yesterday whatever we are supposed to be under john Messino, i don't know if it's again the players are giving up like the Dylan de cali or massino's essentially giving up on the players. He doesn't want and just fine fine I'll do my new my new way of playing with the players that He and hughes can bring in but this end to the season has petered out Actually much quicker than we got back into it. So our season's been broken down into second until uh, October Everyone thinks that that shit run started in September Actually, our first defeat the season wasn't until October We had a solid two months of getting the job done Now I think Massino came in basically End of January Obviously February is a short month And then we, you go through March Here we are in April Messino's good run Lasted the same
3: amount of time as Cowley's That that new manager bounce where ended. Well I say for you You don't judge a
0: manager on his honeymoon Do not no. judge a manager head coach on his honeymoon You judge him on how you get through the shit times we, These aren't necessarily even the shit times Because we're not actually losing games But we aren't far from it well, Again Oxford should have smashed shit out of us Shrewsbury were better than us
2: Aki should have scored at the end You know you are saying Going back to your comment Jeff About people starting to turn and have enough have you noticed It's just an observation Have you seen how many tickets Are flying around for Derby Oh yeah And I noticed it's Sold that. out 3,100
3: But there's a lot there of tickets There won't be that many yeah. now
2: There's a lot of tickets And if that I, doesn't say something
3: at, at half time yesterday I was like Can I really be bothered To go to Derby on Saturday I, I, I'm i just like It's three, three and a half hours there Three and a half hours back 90 minutes of shit in between And, and it's Yeah I know technically... Totally, It'll be a totally Pompey thing we we go out and win 2-0. Probably.
0: And I'll love it if we do because I like seeing Pompey win exactly. games.
3: But But they're going to have to go from a quantum leap of where they were yesterday to, like, every one of them's got to put 150% in and, and leave nothing out there. If, well, they, actually, if they really want to be... If they really want to... If this team and the contracted players want to be a part of this team because I don't think there's a number of those contracted players for next season I feel won't be here. Um, they they and, and the uncontracted players need to be putting in a performance on Saturday because if they if you, you, you look at the playoff places three of those teams are still going to be in League One. It's not going to be easy. Potentially one of those teams is Derby. Derby will Strengthen even more Under Paul Warren If they don't go up In League 1 next season So they've got to go out And say Do you know what We're going to match you We're, we're going to go for this And we're, we're, we're going to match you Man for man And, and we're going to put A performance in Because if they're not Next season's going to be Even tougher Let's um, let's let's
2: bring <coughs> Sorry will you finish you were sorry. I usually have a go at me for interrupting. Let's bring Brandon in now. I'll, I'll bring Brandon. You, I'll, I'll, Brandon, hell, hell, shut Ian. up. Shut up, Jake. Um, right. What's um, our number seven surname? <laughs> <laughs> Mind uh, you not. Uh, Brandon. Not... <laughs> what do you? What would you? What? I'll give him my make, Micah. Sorry. My, what, my what, make. my go away. <laughs> Dinner of the week. Uh, what? What do you? Because I know you're. Right you're always very positive aren't you about Pompey I know that you like causing arguments and the stand and stuff and people I'm joking um, what do you do be honest what do you do with this team what, what's your view on it because like I said I know you've been very positive all season you tried to be what do you do with it now where are you at
1: yeah for sure Liam um, <clears throat> there are I, I think as similar as what Jeff has said that there is a core uh, people in this team who, who will stay Of people like you build this team now around our spine of the team around Bishop Pac Morel um uh Deshaun if we're gonna retain him uh Towler and if we can try and get Macy in they're the sort of the the spine of the team that you need to have now going forwards and maybe bring in one or two loans as we probably will do as all teams do have loans you know it's, it's not just Pompey exploit all these loans because every club has loans Plymouth Plymouth are gonna win the league with a team full of loanies you know so it's not necessarily a bad thing Um, but yeah we need to have a clear out of of deadwood of players and um, and basically rebuild again for next season it feels
0: we've just done that actually
1: but yeah I I feel like um, we we, we do need to make some big changes
3: Uh, one cross one goal to Pompey total summary (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's nailed it. We can wrap up actually. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: Go on, mate. But yeah, the, 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 there is a a core players in this team that we need to keep and clear out a, a lot of Deadwood. Players who are contracted. Look, the uh, Rico Hacky gets a lot of a lot of uh, criticism online. I I quite I quite like Rico in the team. I think maybe he's not a hundred percent starter every week, but when he comes off the bench, he makes an impact and he tries something different, which other players don't want to try. Um, Paddy Lane, a young player who's going to grow into this team and you know develop in in the side as well. Tom Lowry, another player we're going to keep in this side. So there's a, there definitely is a core permanent players in this team at the moment who will be here next season. And I think we need to strengthen definitely uh, around the pitch and go a bit more strong, stronger in depth because our squads are very, very light. Even though we had a strong depth at the start of the year and it looked brilliant, but... Um, but you know a few injuries and, and a couple of suspensions and we're knackered so we d- we do need to strengthen more in depth than we have done this year a- are you Massino in or out oh Massino he's going to be in
3: he ain't going anywhere no no but he's not going anywhere but what's your opinion
1: yeah oh, keep him in and see what he can, what he can do yeah Massino nah, in and what he, what it, he can it, do
3: it's interesting you mentioned Tom Lowry because yesterday I was that pissed off I, I likened Tom Lowry to a central midfield Owen oof Unpopular opinion but uh, Tom, Tom <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how much how much on end product does Tom Lowry have? Oh not much yesterday. He was shocking Yesterday? Oxford? Yeah Morecambe, last five oh, games he's, on he's played. Me alone? No, I'm being serious. He say, the since, lines since, he, since his return to
0: injury he had that <laughs> sort of three game spurt since coming so, on at Cambridge.
3: I
2: think and then it, it just massively plateaued In, in his defence uh, yeah. we, we know he's got it in his locker So he's not a bad player Like unfortunately I, well, I hate again, As I said earlier None of these players
0: are rank bad players Kieran Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> They just don't deliver on a consistent basis They yeah. don't have the correct consistency of what's going on up here And that is what sets people apart Like you <laughs>
3: Look, I like everyone can drive a car but you only have to crash it once I like Tom Lowry but for me he needs to have more in product he gets in great positions he breaks the lines his strengths are breaking the lines and getting beyond beyond the forward as a midfield player I don't want to see him out on the right right wing where you've got Paddy Lane you've got Joe Rafferty that's what Tunnicliffe does Tunnicliffe migrates naturally over to that right wing So now you end up with three players over on the right-hand side. So, so you, you, you're when you talk about coaching, you want to unbalance. You want to unbalance the opposition. But the problem is, we're not unbalancing the, the opposition because they're not coming over to track three of our players. So you haven't pulled one of the midfield players out to come in to come and press because Rafferty. Bafti then hasn't gone on an overlap past lane or past Lowry to create that unbalance for a centre half to come across. So so really you've unbalanced our own team because now Jarrett White, who's playing left sided of the of, of the midfield for, he's now coming over to, into the central position. Marlon Pack is just holding space in the middle. You know, he's 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 treading water in, in, in the middle and and we're not getting him on the ball. And and I, I, I see lots of positive play in Tom Lowry. For me, he just needs that end, needs to add that end product and final ball into his game. Just a bit inconsistent, isn't he?
2: But there are more inconsistent. Oh, yeah, more inconsistent. Inconsistent players but in it this it's, team. It's
0: also a structural issue because, as Jeff says, we are very good at unbalancing our own team. If you go all the way back to basically Forest Green, I would say
2: that was really nice.
0: Good. If you go all the way back to Forest Green. Every time we've played a three man midfield, we are experts at not having a midfield because Marlon Pack drops too deep to become a third centre back, and the two midfielders ahead of him push up the forward line. So every time we're on the ball, we are not 4 3 3 or 4 2 3 1. We are five with Pack in the centre of the defence, zero, and five because the, the two midfielders have either pushed on. Now against Morecambe, when we were chasing the win, we kind of did another version of this where we did 3-2-5. We had your two centre backs, or pack in between, your full backs had pushed up to become midfielders and you had five up front. So we played football from the 1950s when we had 3-2-5. Now we're playing 5-0-5 because our midfielders just sod off in all different directions. I don't know if any football team has ever played 5-0-5, but we apparently invented it last week. And it's, it's bad to watch because if you've got the ball in the defence, you've got no one to come short for the option, which is why we're turning the ball over so much. And if you're joining the forward line, stood static as a five on the back line, how much running does an individual defender have to do when the guy you're supposed to stop is already stood next to you, not moving? Nothing. It's why we don't stretch defenses because the defenders are because They don't have any running to do We don't progress up the pitch with the football. Would you not flow with the leather bag? You're supposed to stick in the white net We stand up there and we stand back there and we hope for something to happen in between Brendan you wanted the mic the name's Brendan by the way Liam. I'm G Brandon <laughs>
3: <It> was, <laughs> I, I, I don't have an issue I, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry
2: <laughs> you know, that reminded me of when we were in the pub the other day and, and Jeff was talking and that guy just coming yeah. and butting
1: in and Brendan was just about to say something. On, like, on, like, no, right. <laughs> one more point was going to be is that we're talking about reshaping the, the team next year and bringing lots of new players in seeing that our top three of our coaching staff is Messino defender Harley defender Rahman defender should we recruit in the back of house team in the training pitch an attacking coach or a midfield attacking midfielder coach Hey, Jamie O'Hara is out of our work at the moment. No, not Jamie O'Hara. But what do you think? Do you think do you know?
3: I, 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 I think it's a valid point. I think it's something we should be looking at. There, there's
1: not to, say, not to say they haven't been coached. They haven't learned how to be an attacking player, you know, through their coaching badges and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. done, yeah.
3: if if you look over over history, sometimes the most defensive players have turned out to be the most offensive managers. They, they they have, and then you find that the, sometimes the most defensive players, the most defensive managers is, swings and roundabouts. But yeah, I, I, I think there there does need to be uh, uh, an attacking coach in there. I don't I don't personally like the goalkeeping coach being in charge of set pieces. I I maybe defensive set pieces, because as a goalkeeper. You, you should have a pretty good idea how you want your defence and how you want your 18-yard box set up.
0: Considering the way we employ both offensive and defensive set pieces now, it almost makes you yearn for the time that Kenny Jackett said, we treat uh, goal kicks almost the same as we treat deep throws and corners because of the way it allows us to move up to the final third of the pitch. And I remember a certain goal away at Bristol Rovers where Craig McGillivray Humped it up the pitch, fucked it forward to use an <laughs> aphorism. I believe it was Oliver Hawkins who headed it on, and Gareth Evans scored this beautiful shot from the edge of the box. The same week that Jack had talked about using goal kicks in the same venue used thrones and corners, we actually scored essentially from a goal kick, and <laughs> it's it, that's how bad we have been at defending set pieces and using a, a attacking set pieces in the last few weeks. And it makes you yearn for something that Kenny Jackett said. <laughs>
3: because over the last three games I'm getting serious Kenny jacket vibes from John Massino. I really am good way to win and and he's comment on Tuesday and I get I get what he's, I get what he's trying to say take it out of the context of of chasing the playoffs it's a good point no John Oxford are down the fucking bottom. Yeah, even if if, even, Ox, if Oxford are 8 through to 12 i I'd agree. Probably it's a good point, but yeah. it's not. They're down the bottom. so. It was a good. Well, good the thing game tried of to,
0: football as well. He, is that he, right? I think if you're a neutral, it actually probably was an exciting game of football to watch because it was so to Chit- skelter. <laughs> but the discrepancy I would make is that sometimes ty- a an entertaining game of football is not necessarily a good game of football. The entertainment can come from how bad the game is that create turnovers that create chances that create misses so an entertaining game can be a bad game in that the sides are constantly turning the ball over and it leads to good chances in the final third that doesn't mean it's a technically good game of football, Oxford was not a good game of football technically and to, to kind of double down on it saying well Oxford aren't normally that bad, like this is a bit of a freak year for them, they're normally playoff contenders what the fuck does that mean? We're not playing normal. O- this is normal Oxford. We are what 44 43 games into the season. well we were, we were forty-two into the season by the time we actually played Oxford. You're forty-two games into the season. That is what. There's four thousand one hundred and fifty minutes of football in a season. There's you know take away four times ninety. You're talking about three thousand eight hundred, three thousand, yeah, three thousand eight hundred minutes of football being played. This is not a freak coincidence. You do not end up where you are by luck at that stage of the season. But saying, oh, Oxford are normally better than this. Yeah, it's not like a bad five-game run of form. You don't end up near a relegation uh, fight with three games to go and go, oh, they've been unlucky this year. You know, that that five-game run really put them in the drop zone at... No, it didn't. 40-plus games. So him going, well, Oxford are normally better than that. okay. He nearly once made the playoffs. Like he was always going to say that, like, being yeah. A... But we had enough twerking from Michael Morrison over Cambridge. I don't want Messino twerking for Oxford. You're Portsmouth head coach. You don't twerk for your former oh, employers yeah, no. by saying. I he's saw a good straight yeah. Away yeah. through
2: from that. home I saw straight through that.
0: Like it's, it's... you, you act upon which you represent.
2: Uh, it's a very, very odd comment. Okay, so on that note, uh, Brendan, talk about Japan. Come
3: on. i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) i want to go back to a a comment john massino made at the beginning of his tenure and at the time i was like okay maybe it's a throwaway comment maybe it's um maybe it's uh you know see how the lay of the land lies he said right at the beginning the plan is for his family to move down. His his family to move down after six months, and they'll come and join him and everything else. And at the time, I I, I didn't really pay too much attention to that comment, but it's got me thinking. Where the fan base and and, and I've come back to it since last night, where I've seen a lot on social media saying they're not too convinced about Massino, uh, and going back to Ryan's point about the stats, are we any better under Massino and Danny Cowley? And that comment he made about his family coming down in six months' time just makes me think, because no one really knows how long a contract he signed. Was it, come in for six months, see how you get on, blah, 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 if you do well, with with the premise of bit like when the Cowleys came in short term contract then they were given a longer term contract have the club done that again but they haven't really announced anything because I I went through all the articles when he first signed and I couldn't see one mention of the length of contract that he signed and it goes back to that comment of and again that comment came back my family will come down in six months time and join me maybe I'm reading too much are you thinking that
0: he's a secret
3: interim I don't know Is it's that for the, me? Uh, for fuck's sake Cheers Aaron I, I, I <laughs> don't know Did you ask know. for it? No <laughs> <laughs> Cheers mate If If you would, you and would I Had signed a A, a three year contract Okay I get there And, and I get that he's got a, a young family So it's not as though His kids are Going through GCSEs or anything like that So if they move school Move school Right at the beginning It's not really going to Impact them um, it, You know So if you had signed A long term contract Why wouldn't you move the family down uh,
0: I've, I've just found The article From when he was appointed Back in January uh, it Finding a contract It doesn't specify The length of the contract It just says that uh, Puzzle yeah. Vip Club Are delighted to confirm The appointment of John Messino As head coach On a long term contract so it, i I assume it I assume it's definitely not, you know, up until the end of the season. But I yeah, probably along long until you said like two and a half years but yeah I, that's the other thing that's interesting I'm not going to get into John Messina's personal life because we're a football podcast we deal with the 90 minutes the only thing I will say is Oxford's not far I actually got home the same day as the Oxford game took place an hour and ten minutes? yeah pretty much and bearing in mind I had to drop people in Portsmouth I don't even live in Portsmouth so I had to go past where I live to d- Portsmouth I <laughs> had the worst thing it is Christ. the worst I still actually made it the same day so I'm not speculating on his personal life at all I'm just stating
2: how far Oxford is from Portsmouth not far driving home right on a bloody Tuesday night You just want to get home And you got to drop Jake Bloody Smith on, Over to Cosh and area. And uh, go well, back on yourself I will give, To like Jake now lives on the island And Jake now actually lives I In just the, like the Fratton area podcast, so. In
0: Jake's defence <laughs> He actually lives closer To Fratton Park Than anyone else I pick up so I can't really give a Pompey fan stick for picking him up. I just like picking on Jake. Close to Fratton Park, like you know, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> like, I'm not gonna give him shit. When he lived up the, the arse end of you know Qa, fair enough. But <laughs> this is different now. He actually lives close to
2: where his football club plays. So I'll let him off of that. You, you know that road you used to drive up to get to Jake. You, have to, you literally had to fuck it forward to get yeah, up there. So yeah, the, you, the, you, the hill was so. You shift straight. down a gear and go for it. <laughs> fuck it forward. <laughs> I love that.
0: But but as for the fu- future, Messino, as said earlier, I. Like, I'm not out on him By any means But Let's just say The wool is not over my eyes I, I remain Yet to be convinced And I suppose That's a good thing Because I don't want To be convinced Three months in Because I think That's far too early To judge a manager Again not on honeymoons I just think that the, the results are Too eerily similar To what Cowley Achieved against Those same teams I think people have Bitten on that A bit too early There's about only About so Massino many... being the answer But I look, I'm more than prepared To give him A substantial Three amount of time windows. To build a team <laughs> No I, I think I still think There's there's a culture Of sacking managers Too early in football Massino certainly it Certainly shouldn't be sacked now Exactly yeah So I, I think that um You know but, You give him a long time I just I am just not someone
2: Who's Sold yet?
3: Where, but I, I, I agree. I'm not sold yet.
2: Eventually, there's going to become a time, probably now, where people are bored of hearing. Oh, give him another season. Give them another window. Fucking hell! Like, how many yeah. times have we? got How
3: many times have the, we heard the, that? The owners, the owners, they, they, now got, is the time. Have got to go for it. Have got to. I go think for they it. know this. If, as you, well. if you
0: look at the championship sides that are possibly coming down, this goes back to I think what they said in the tgfc no not the tgfc they came over for the um bristol rovers game at the memorial who by the way have not finished above us (laughs) uh, there we go and they did the interview at the men and they're stating about the how the teams that come down from the championship this season affects what they do next season i actually understand both sides of that perception where if the teams that come down are say wigan financial trouble blackpool who blackpool who Aren't necessarily in financial trouble They just don't have A large war chest To play with And then Who's the other Is it Reading at the minute yeah, After and their Wigan. points deduction yeah. and So you've got Wigan financial troubles Blackpool They're just not that rich And Reading Financial troubles Like that is a good set of teams To come down From the championship You feel Because you You don't necessarily see them sorting out their troubles in summer and preparing a team for League One at the same time. It's a very hard thing to do. What Burnley have done in the championship to resolve their problems in the same window and get a team ready to fuck them back to the Premier League is brilliant. But look at Derby. Derby had to overcome so many issues in the summer. They signed 13 players within the space of what, seven days? And they've never been close to the top two they might not even get promoted so it's it's a difficult thing to turn around in one summer two of the teams currently coming down for the championship are looking at that exact issue and the third will not have a major war chest so there is an optimism for next season that for once we might get a reprieve almost that the teams coming down aren't these titans that you think well how the hell are you going to accrington away and more come away so, that, so exactly so that might help us in the long run which if in turn helps hughes and helps Messino, which makes next season at the moment when you consider the teams likely to go up let's say it's rich and wednesday thank fuck and if you get those two titans out of the way and you get some bunkum financially troubled sides coming down you actually look at next season and go okay yeah this is a colossal year the year we lost to oxford in the playoffs the playoff four was us oxford fleetwood wickham you would Beg for that playoff route to be there again next season. You'd be on your knees saying, God, could you imagine a playoff final against Fleetwood?" Of course, we'd lose it because we've never won a playoff game. <laughs> but you, 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 you want that to be the top six heading into next season. So yeah, Jeff's right. Next year, and I feel like we say this every year now. This is a colossal year. But if you actually look at the prospect of what teams are going to be in the division next year, this is colossal. Underscored in bold, italics, size
2: fifty. Colossal year I hate to be negative But I think we'll be Having the same Conversation next season Probably And Unless... when, Wait till you see My
0: eyeballs After Carlisle Away on a Tuesday night Yeah I, I pers- it, will, think we'll, uh, thank, we'll, um, thank you Which will be mask. Scheduled for a Saturday <laughs> By the way But get called off Due to acclimant weather <laughs>
2: Imagine that on a Tuesday night I'm
0: I'm ready for it After the season we've had Where Oxford was our 14th And fortunately final 14th midweek away game This season 14 I'm ready for Carlisle away next year How are they allowed to play In these leagues Well Carlisle Yeah. Well unfortunately Carlisle's in England Liam Oh (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh close. Yeah, are you Scotland? thinking of
0: Cardiff? No mate it's just Are you f- thinking they talk a wee bit like this up there? <laughs>
2: Like, <laughs> All right, Lewis it it should be he probably sounds sh- like Lewis <laughs> <compelling>, don't <he? laughs> Do you think they should be playing Dunfermline? <laughs> All right, I didn't know that. I actually what? thought he was in Scotland. <laughs> I mean, he
3: might as well be. Oh, no. To be fair, no, you're, you're di-
2: basically going on... Don't do dinner the a week, he's got it.
3: Carlisle's <laughs> yeah, in Scotland. To be,
0: to be fair, Liam has, Liam has a slither of a points because we do have Cardiff and Swansea in the English League. And Berwick-upon-Tweed, which is... It in qu- some aspects, England plays in Scotland. It quite literally is in Scotland. It's not literally in Scotland. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> Liam, is Portsmouth literally in France? Piss off. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right, Carlisle you, like. is in England. I know it's a long bloody way. They might as when well When the be. Laurentian mountains split that separated Norway from South America, oh look, I know my geography, which formed the Scottish Highlands
2: Anyway, moving on Fair play to Carlisle fans Just look at that is disgusting, isn't it? Christ Imagine if Arthur teams like Obviously a lot of the teams We played this season Are all above London I, wonder
3: if, I wonder if like, they get imagine that. Problem signing players That north of England Do you know yeah, what? That, right. That'll be a thing though Because
0: <laughs> like, It's amazing Plymouth Christ. Have done what they ca- They have done this season Because you do have The rather isolationary Aspect of Yeah, you'll live in Plymouth you're an hour away from Exeter. You're an hour and a half from Bristol Rovers. Like you'll live in Plymouth, and that's it. Like it, 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 players have lives. We've said this on this podcast before. Players have lives. They want to live those lives. They want to be able to be close to their families. Plymouth is an extremely isolated place in the context of England. It is amazing what they've done. And if Carlisle get out from League Two with their situation. It'll be great what they've done. By the way, I'd quite happily
2: play in the French leagues so because it means watching better shit than we watch To every be week. honest, it, I'm surprised. I, I think, I'm surprised do you think the owners got League
3: club. 1 and League 1 wrong? <laughs> <laughs> league 1.
2: <Yeah>. Uh. <laughs> uh. mm. <laughs> um yeah. We have gone well off topic. We uh, have. Where where were we? What it's I not think
0: like, not like us. We were talking about the prospects of next season, but oh, if yeah. we're all being yeah. honest, we'll be only years. Anyway, time. Go on, features. God Jeff, what were you we, we gonna say Jeff, what you
2: going I'm gonna edit that and put
3: I'm gonna edit that and put A in between.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now I'll I'll start with Shrewsbury. Because we didn't cover them Third eye, sorry. Third eye, Yes, Third eye. So, the Shrewsbury commentators were saying that Ogilvy shielding the ball should have been a penalty when he got fouled. So, Ogilvy got fouled by the Shrewsbury centre forward. And the commentator went, Yeah, I've seen those given as penalties. He literally fouled Ogilvy. Um, saying Marlon Pack, who did make a legitimate play at the ball and all he'd done was just nudge him, um, said that should have been a red. Saying so, this is the best one though, so Flanagan had already been booked. He'd already just picked up a yellow card and several minutes later he made a foul and an off the ball incident. The Shrewsbury commentators went, oh yeah that's uh, that's definitely uh, that's definitely his, his first yellow, that's a yellow card. I just hope it's not a red. It's definitely a yellow card. I hope it's not a red. (laughs) He's already just picked up a fucking yellow card. And you've just said, it's definitely a yellow card. I hope it's not a red. You've just said now for two minutes, it's definitely a yellow card. He pulls out the yellow card and goes, yeah, told you it was a yellow card. And then proceeded to follow with the red card. And the commentator was a bit bemused why he was given a yellow and a red. I was like, because it's the second yellow you did um, there was a sign There was a sign in the Shrewsbury end Saying breathe on them Yes What the fuck is that Bre- Breathe on them um, sail
0: up Sail up a reference to the old Roman name of Shropshire Oh once again he knows his history I've no fucking idea what breathe on Is that in Scotland? No that's in Wales <laughs> May as well be in Wales well, yeah, I've no not playing playing idea league? what breathe on them means
2: Why are they not playing in the Welsh league?
0: Because it's in England Liam you just said it's in Wales. Uh, I was joking. No, I know, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I
2: What's his name? Oh, no. Okay, okay. Why do Cardiff play in the English League? Uh, because that's a very good argument. they
0: actually started playing their football in England Don't before care. the Football League was actually Don't formed. Care. they're
3: in Wales. It's a bit like the England and Welsh cricket board. Yeah. So it's not actually England who play cricket, it's England and I mean, Wales.
0: On that point, I agree with you. I would like Thank them it. to go back to Wales because... Well It's a good away
2: day though It is actually a good away day I'll keep him there And we usually win When we go there
3: Wow I've done Uh, Anyway Anyway Oxford (laughs) There was was I am a meat raffle As you look out from the ground Into the car park There's a small hill And there was Several people stood on the, the Small hill Watching the game And then one lad Had decided He couldn't Didn't have a good vantage point So he decided to climb a tree so he watched the whole of the first half from, from the, the tree. I was kind of hoping he was going to fall out at one point. Because um, <laughs> it would just be entertaining, more entertaining than what was happening on the pitch. Um, the stadium announcer was sounding like he was running the dodgems at Hayden Funfair. Uh, again, the stadium announcer was trying to get a rise out of the Oxford fans when he read out Lewis Thompson's name. And he was like, and number 23, Lewis Thompson. No one said a word No one no, yeah. It's like the Oxford fans Forgot about Louis Thompson um, And it was like He was like Kind of like Oh That never worked Did it And then when Thompson Came on the pitch He said his name In the same way again They were like Okay Yeah Wait wasn't that It Nathan...
0: wasn't that It was Nathan Thompson It was Nathan Thompson though who laughed in Alex Mowatt's face
3: when he missed the penalty? Yeah, but Louis Thompson played at Swindon, didn't he? Swindon, oh, Oxford, oh, oh, like yeah. Each other. oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So, so, um, and we talked about we talked about our defensive corners and about how poor they were. But why the fuck was Cameron Vanegan, marking and Deshaun Bernard? <laughs> If there was ever a mismatch in height, stature, and everything else. Dishon's just looking at him like, (laughs) hush, little one. (laughs) You know, Dishon didn't even have to jump. Brannigan's getting his step ladder out to to try and head at the ball. And Dishon's like, yeah, whatever, mate. Um, That was Oxford. And then yesterday against Aki... Uh, good to see Ronan Curtis on the side of the pitch yesterday during the shooting drill and everything else he was jeering up there the forwards I'm not sure whether him jeering him up made the three balls clear the net into the and end and then he take out three old age pinchers on different occasions um, but good to see him out there getting involved and then seeing Ronan Curtis also sat in the dugout throughout the game being a part of the team ethos being a part of, wanting to be a part of the team and wishing well in his recovery and the last one is michael jacobs i don't know if you notice this in the rules of football there is a quadrant in each corner you are to place the ball so the ball is inside that quadrant now you can place the ball outside the quadrant as long as a portion of the ball is crossing over the line michael jacobs brilliant love it i love the shithousery your corners are five to six inches outside of the quadrant uh, the referee at one point even ran over to see where the ball was and he gave him the thumbs up that's how shit the ref was against Alquintain I, ch- I was chatting to Keith Stroud today who's the championship referee the referee in the Premier League I was chatting to him about how poor the referee was and, and, and the, the little things that the referee missed the quadrant for the, for the ball there was an instant off the ball as well um, where Marlon Pack gets the ball he plays the ball through and the referee has anticipated Marlon Pack releasing the ball. So he turns his back. So what he doesn't see is Marlon Pack get clattered and get taken out, and it was a free kick. So not only did the referee not see that free kick, the two linesmen did not see that free kick as well. Because they are now looking at the ball that's gone forward because the referee has turned his back, he's gone forward, and that's the last of my third dice.
2: There you go.
0: Anything to add? Oh no third eyes For me I shut the other two When watching the
2: football <laughs> Hell's teeth <laughs> Oh, That was a delayed reaction For me I've just got what you meant <laughs> <laughs> That was good um, uh, Should we go on uh, Did you say anything Brandon you want to Mention
1: no, nothing from Okay, that was pocket fucking pointless. Just, uh, <laughs> Liam teaching how to DJ before the uh, the game. And the I mean, series. I
2: wouldn't really say I taught you how to DJ. You you, uh... Or you do this to nah. do this. Yeah, uh, yes, you this got, it up and you got to. You winter, got to. You got to speed. Winter, winter, winter. You got to see the Spotify shuffle. Yeah. yeah um... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. Dub and din. Oh, I was I was hoping he was gonna nibble. Then <laughs> no, I'm not gonna reply. Carl <laughs> in Scotland um, dub and din of the week. This should be interesting. Din of the week.
0: I was desperate to find a reason not to give it to John Massino Because again, I I am keen to let him have his time and build So I am desperately trying to defend him where I can Unfortunately, I found a reason to not give him dinner the week After a nightmare week in front of the media Every day was just worse than the day before And good lord You're just better off not talking at that point But Unfortunately, uh, in my attempt to defend our new head coach and give him time because he's young and naive as a head coach, I found a perfect person to take the fall. No one come at me for defending our manager. Aaron Presley Din of the week, your club is in the relegation zone. They are staring relegation in the face. They are a club that has to fight tooth and nail for everything it gets in this division because Accrington is exactly eight people living in it. You are a milk advert with the surname of an accountant. You are not a big club. So when your club is in a relegation fight, you need everyone doing everything they can, executing whenever they get these glorious opportunities to drag your ass out of the drop zone. So when the ball falls to you in the box after a six yard melee, and you have a glorious chance to shut up the Fratton end, and in fact the whole of Fratton Park, and bring jubilation to your 103 traveling fans credit to them by the way i don't know why people shit on the fans who have actually traveled well played to action as fans for driving four and a half hours when their team's in the drop zone you have to score that you cannot go both high and wide of the goal with two minutes to go when you're in the drop zone that is an unbelievable chance to miss and as such if Accrington go down by anything more than a point or
3: by a point oh that chance is wild to miss a bit like joe rafferty's high high shot that was outside the box that just I don't know what happened yeah, there I
0: don't know what happened there But again, this is not outside the box This no. was That's a one-on-one That is a one-on-one from five yards out Macy had committed to the near post All you had to do was slot it in <clears> To the gaping section of the right-hand side of the goal Even the centre to, to put it in row BB Fuck <laughs> Dinner of the week like Can that, I, um, could, that could I've send Accrington down I've That got could one as send well. Accrington down John Messina, you are spared But by the skin of your teeth Stay away from media duties for a bit <laughs>
3: I'm going to nominate Reese, my son
0: <laughs> I was like I don't want to defend our, I don't want to antagonise our new head coach like, yeah my son's a
3: prick <laughs> what's he done? <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago I a, we're there against Morecambe he goes I know why we're not winning i like, why is that? he went the badge is upside down I was like what the fuck are you on about? the badge is upside down so he takes off his coat and turns his Stone Island badge around the other way. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, when I'd done this the other week, we scored. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh, okay, Reese, yeah. <laughs> So he's done it Every game now How Are you going to get The badge in Reese if you, if you do that I'm I'm well, The badge like, is still in he? He's just doing it I'm just it. like <laughs> What the fuck are you doing That's funny. Turning the badge around <laughs> I'm like, Is it on the wrong way no, Does that have a right Or wrong way I just feel lucky If I turn it around
0: You know when we were Searching for a last minute Winner against <laughs> Was it Mork we Were desperately searching For a last he minute winner He turned the badge around Yeah so he's just He's just spinning it <laughs> 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 so
1: oh Reese gets more so nomination So badge spinning Yeah Get the badge spin I yeah. do do you have a nomination? I do. Don't you give it to me. No, no, it wouldn't be for DJ Liam. Uh, my nomination is for Southampton Football Club. Oh, you dick. I was about to do that. <laughs> for being 3-1 up in the 88th minute and managing to throw away the lead. <laughs> can I add
2: something to that? We'll, we'll do a collaboration here. I'd also like to give an honourable mention to the fans that went to that game who were doing that... That stupid. On oh, the man, city dance. Yeah, the man. While yeah. there were three one up, dancing with their backs to the to the ground, all like arms on each
1: other's shoulders. You drew three all. That went well, didn't it? And there's a part two. Is the match that happened today? Tottenham Hotspur being <laughs> <laughs> four 0 down within 18 minutes. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Quite isn't entertaining it? that. Yeah, what a season it's been in like, the Premier League
2: as well. It's just so weird, isn't it? Like, Do you know,
0: what?
1: Chelsea all the, all the leagues like.
0: Apart from it's been weird old apart season, apart from the top of the championship where Burnley and Sheffield United have just soldered off into the sunset, everything else has been great fun. Yeah, the top of the Premier League, the bottom of the Premier League, the bottom of the Championship, National the top league, of league, has league has been one, great. The bottom of League One, the top of League Two, the bottom of League Two, the National League, you know, Bunk and Barnfester. Every single thing in the football league, all the way down to Hello? the conference. The only thing that's not been Sorted Or has been sorted Is the top of the championship This has been an incredibly Fun year to watch But yeah Scum doing the Poznan When you're 3-1 up at Arsenal Considering that Arsenal Have also recently Been 2-0 down at home anyway To a relegation scrapper Called Bournemouth You should probably YouTube How that one ended up Doing the Poznan In those circumstances Is like tweeting at half time You might come to regret it
2: I um, I, t- I told you before. There's a, a one of the uh, mums on the playground is a Southampton fan. Being in Stubbington, you can expect that right in the middle. And um, I give it, we give each other shit every week. And I was laughing at her today, um, and she she agreed it was embarrassing. That yep. she was there. Uh, can I can I just say this completely off topic? But if you're a an international, you know, if you're a Knox County fan, how gutted are you, you to get what? 106 points? And you ain't ain't getting automatic
0: promotion As much as I don't necessarily have a problem with clubs Using money to propel them up the leagues You might pay for it later But I I don't have an ethical problem against it County must be gutted Because they've pulled together this great team They've got Macaulay Langstaff doing insane numbers up top and then the year you pull it all together is the year that hyper-powered Wrexham roll in with... Check Bekevsky. Check yeah, and again, I don't, have a, I don't have an ethical
2: problem with this, but for Notts County, you must be thinking, Listen to this, right? why, why is it this year? Listen to this, look at the top of the league, right, Wrexham are, are, are champions, they've 115 goals scored, 42 conceded, 110 points in second, which, by the way, is not an automatic promotion point, that's the point we're making here, for um 116 goals, to so scored one more than Wrexham and conceded one less, 41 with 106 points, and the team below them are Chesterfield, who have, con- who have scored 77 con- conceded 52. They've only got 81. Yeah, and they ain't going up automatically. Yeah. That's gutting. Yeah, that's, na- that's got Nash- to be changed. The National League has.
0: Sickening that is. The National Absolutely League sick people him. are raising it more now because Knotts County aren't going up automatically. But the National League's had this problem for a long time where you've only got one automatic promotion spot. It's why so many football league clubs of yesteryear are now stuck in the doldrums of the National League for so long that you forget they were established football league clubs. Football like Boston teams like Boston United were a football league mainstay for so long. Now they're in the national north. Yeovil couldn't get out, Scunthorpe couldn't get out, Hartlepool took years to get out. Notts County Is still there Torquay Scarborough Kidderminster Scunthorpe Sk- uh, We mentioned Scunthorpe no. Come on Jeff Southend. Yeah there are so many clubs That have gone through that Trap drum because there's only One automatic place out They get stuck
2: Yeah Why, why is there only two Relegations from League 2 In I think four, at one point in history, national league. Isn't at there? one
0: point in history, the gap between the it's football Weird. league and the national league was too big to bridge the gap in quality. But as times it gone on, the national league has evolved to catch up with League Two. But once again, the structure of football, which is outdated anyway,
2: hasn't evolved with the quality of the conference. There's teams look at, look at like you say. There's teams down in national league that should not be there. You know, look at oh Christ.
1: I mean, Yeovil can stay where they are, but... Well, they've gone down. Well, exactly. Christ. Speaking of the National League as well, the four teams that go down, (laughs) in the pyramid, they get split into the National League North and National League South. The four teams are in the bottom four at the moment are Torquay, Yeovil, Scunthorpe, and Maidstone. So... Two of those, so, those, so three of those teams are very, su- are very south.
0: Three of those teams are yeah. into Pompey games in the league. Scum, Fort Beoville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and now they're going down to this. Crazy. And, and, things,
1: and they're so, they're very south. York is so there as well. The, the split on it to go down is like, who's going to go, obviously you have to move someone from, know, from the South can, League. Yes. Got, yeah. And the most northern team in the National League South is St. Albans. Yeah. So St. Albans have to go away to... Crazy isn't it Mental team away Well Just
2: just you know, Count our lucky stars We're not in the National League boys Rather. We're just stuck in League 1 And we have been for Seven years Well six It will be seven yeah, well, It will be seven
0: uh, Which eight. is a great homage to John Messina's comments Of you can't Wave a magic wand at it Trust me John I fucking know that <laughs> I have been to multiple <laughs> games away at Fleetwood <laughs> on a Tuesday night in the bleak of midwinter. Oh, get away, I have headphones. been to multiple playoff series. One of them, we didn't actually score a fucking goal. <laughs> I have been to countless away games at the top six without winning them or even drawing them because we bottle every big six away game we can possibly find. I have been to Rochdale Countless times I've been to Doncaster far too many times. At the time of Messina saying you can't wave a magic wand at it, Pompey had played 269 games of League One football. It is now 270. Yesterday we mathematically confirmed that well, we shit. will miss the playoffs, so we will end up on 272 to end this season, which means that Ove oh, by the time we get to the end of next season, we will have at least, at the very least, played over 310 games of League One football. That is on the assumption we actually go straight into the top two. We could be breaching 320, or we could have another season in League One and go all the way to 360. Trust me, John Messino, you may have arrived at Portsmouth Football Club in January. Fair enough. But I can assure you, the rest of us didn't I'm not expecting you to work miracles but you don't need to fucking tell me about a magic wand because I'll tell you I've been there I've done it I've got the shirt I've got it reprinted I've got several versions of the same shirt because we keep going back to fucking Montgomery Waters Meadow don't tell me about the magic wand I know thanks for listening t three lads in the pub. that is one of the most <laughs> daft comments I've ever you got a round of heard. applause there I did. From the context Messino, fine, you join in January, but you have to understand the history of the club you're managing. Portsmouth Football Club did not manifest into existence the same day you signed. We are tired.
2: I'm tired I on that note should we do any other business oh, We've got to do dub. well actually we've got double of the Week oh fuck we're still on DIN contender for Double of the Week weirdly goes to John Messino see I'm defending
0: our head coach and I'm desperate to do so because I enjoyed his team selection yesterday I enjoyed that he gave a full EFL debut to Harry Jewett White well done John has that for happened seeing... before Dub and DIN gone to the same person uh, might have done yes yeah. yeah so yeah. again don't come at me I'm trying to give our head coach praise so you know I'm trying to be balanced so well done for giving Harry Jew White's senior debut. I actually thought Jewitt White did okay yesterday. Quite composed on the ball, couple of good meaty challenges lovely slide rule pass through to Jacobs that if he wasn't hacked down from behind he would essentially have be been in one and one probably wasn't a red card in fact it wasn't a red card it was just a very nice ball the defender got there quickly in time to get the yellow card I thought he did all right until he came off uh, so for that reason well done Messina you, you can at least get an honourable mention for Dub for picking a, a on paper good team yesterday to find out a couple more things but the real double we've got a Harry Jirt White well done on your full EFL debut I thought you did pretty I thought you slotted in well It was albeit a poor game but at least a 6 out of 10 Which at his age On his full EFL debut I will accept
3: I, I I want to give An honourable mention To Reese, My son Wow
1: Yeah,
3: yeah no Because Reese <laughs> Reece, Reece to, to Give him his due, He does actually give me Quite a lot of my content For the third eye Oh right <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> No he, The production
0: value Of this show
3: Is rock bottom um, <laughs> But But seriously uh, Cole Bambury's Dad had hing- injured his knee coming out the stand at Oxford. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah, so Ebo uh, and everyone else around, uh, around him that were, were helping him get back on the coach, honourable mentions to them for making sure that he, he got onto the coach, uh, the Oxford stewards for getting a wheelchair to get him onto the coach, um, and, and then looking after him on the coach for Carl to then pick him up at Fatten Park because he was in a. Couldn't really walk oh, Good show it's everyone
0: yeah, yeah I heard that Someone had a fall At Oxford but, oh, Good show everyone for, for helping them out There you go Well done um, Any other business 180 minutes That's all that's Left this season <laughs> I will stop Going to A game I will get Two months off I will not drive To Accrington On a Tuesday night I will not drive To Newport To get what fisted What are you to with your life Oh I can't wait Liam I can't wait. I'm actually excited. I I yeah. I absolutely hate the concept of wanting a season to end because in theory you you like going to the football. I'm tired though. I'm tired. Are you got any chance to go to
2: um, Carlisle, to Scotland? I'll be um, going.
0: I'll still be going next season. Don't don't you worry. I am I on holiday.
2: Holiday during. Holiday during the oh,
0: yeah, uh, Yes, I'll, I'll go to a popular Scottish uh, town, Carlisle, uh, famous for being in Scotland. Could be uh, worse.
3: Could we go to Barrow as well? Uh,
0: exactly. So I yeah I I hate that I'm looking forward to the season ending but at this point get it done get me a couple of months rest recharge my my mental batteries the of watching serviced. this team get the car service very you. good point yeah. well done car for taking me f- 10,400 miles this season to watch that my faithful servant <laughs> does not let me down yes I'm not joking I've that is actually the number <laughs>
2: and one email and anyway, one email so
0: um... well done car I guess <laughs> double the season nomination maybe yeah. Uh, but yeah I'm just looking forward to the time off and by the time we get to next season I'll be ready to go again what are we saying lads one
2: more episode and we'll have a few weeks off
0: well, no, cause, uh, one more episode will take us to after Derby Two more we've, episodes, we've, so. we've still got to do like the end of season review
2: and then we've got to do the end of season wrap up haven't
0: <laughs> we? exactly so, so we're probably of- talking about good we're talk, probably talking three episodes maybe four if we do like you know what we did last season when like PO4 and 4 Nil and FPG that sort of thing
3: yeah, I might get look, that going remind again remind me to, to, let's do it on Saturday this time so we've got the, the Sunday for the, to recover yeah the, the drinking <laughs> especially from the boys at PO4
0: I actually walked into the festing and I saw shots <laughs> <laughs> like, we why, still
2: why did, are you doing Yakers? Did, do you remember we said I know it's hopeful it's never going to happen do you remember we said if we get promoted we need to do a podcast and we need to literally just go around and do like live streams and, and just, just get smashed as we go along Because that, pop, 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 that went well that went well cheers Pompey thanks for that um, well lads pleasure as always uh, Brendan thank you very much for coming Aaron cheers to the beers mate a pleasure who? as always Aaron right and just, who yeah, Brendan good and um, hello to everyone in Carlisle. Uh, Ryan, thank you very mate. much. <laughs> Jeff, thank you as well. Shaga. Um Thanks, mate. And uh, all I need to say uh, now is fuck it forward.
0: I think we forgot to be positive in that podcast. We're actually eight unbeaten, if you like that sort of thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Draws with
0: FC. Du, 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 du.
2: Uh, but, yeah, thank you very much for listening, Bobby fans. And we'll be back for another episode of Three Lads in the Pub very soon. Cheers to the guys at the Artillery Arms, by the way. I'm off to Carlisle. <laughs> in the Scottish accent. <laughs> right, go away, you assholes! Right, uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you soon, too. Three Lads in the Pub. Good night. Ryan's already unplugged his mic. I'm still to on. <laughs> see you later, guys. Cheers. Sports
3: Social Podcast Network.